Hey guys, it's Kristen. You should subscribe to our new ConnectPal page, which if you've never heard of before, is an awesome, cool place to subscribe to get extras from us and other podcasts. Ours is connectpal.com slash askwomen. You get uh, podcast episodes never heard before, tip videos. You can ask me questions. You can get advice from myself and Marnie, um, all just for $3.99 a month. You should go to connectpal.com slash podcast and sign up today. Coming up on this episode of the Ask Women Podcast, we talk about how to figure out whether or not somebody is the right match for you. They can be fun and interesting, but they may not be what your needs are needing. We also talk about when to masturbate, when not to masturbate, and we talk about how to approach girls who are wearing headphones. Do you do it? Do you not do it? Find out right now. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast. Uh, Kristen is not here, so I am being inappropriate and chatting over the intro music and talking to my co-host for the day, Marissa. Is it Madsen or Mastin? It's Madsen. Madsen. Okay. I, I'm horrible with names in general, but um, I'm glad that Mads- I did say that correctly. Yes. Yes. Make sure that you speak right into the phone. Uh, into the phone. Yes. Into the microphone. Hello. I'm horrible at doing it, too. <laughs> um, but thank you for being here. We, we were talking a little bit before the show about your dating life yes right now yep so what's going on it's touch and go um <laughs> i just broke up with someone so i'm this so yes you know. here we go it's like you're giving it yes. a blowjob uh there we go hello yes it's very touch and go right now i just broke up with someone okay um, how long were you seeing them for well it had been on and off um and we'd taken like a three-year break and then we came back and dated for a couple months wow last and you time, usually so. think like when you come back after three years you're like this is it I, yeah, I think it was like, it. W- we never lost the attraction for each other. And there was, I don't think, I think we had like unresolved issues about, well, why did we break up? Like, let's yeah. give this another try again. So, I mean, I'm glad that I did. And what did you discover? Um, I really, it's like, even though we, we have like this incredible chemistry um, that I don't think, I don't, I don't know why that never got affected. Like, even if we were on or off or whatever, um, the chemistry was always there. It was just like the this time around, I think I just realized how different we were. We had completely so different. So how was chemistry there if you were completely different? Like we were very attracted to each other. We always had a great time together. But there were certain elements that were not matching up the way that I think I need. Like, I don't know. We would We would joke about different things or we had different senses of humor. We liked to talk about different things. And I just think like with time, you know, maybe in the beginning – it's that stuff doesn't matter as much but I think I was really trying to like see into the future more this time around and yeah. be like you know what I feel like this is gonna leave like an empty feeling for me well what um, were those differences leaving an empty feeling for you right now like uh, yeah like I felt like I wasn't you know laughing enough with him um even though we were having a good time it just wasn't fulfilling enough like we weren't laughing enough we weren't having like the conversations that I wanted like I didn't feel like this is such a I don't know how else to explain it but like no, no, I you're explaining it really well I didn't did feel you, did you try and make those conversations happen and then yeah it wasn't and reciprocated? I, yeah I think that there's just a certain amount of like back and forth that you when you get to know someone you realize okay this is just how they are like it's they're never gonna come over to my side and I don't want to try to change him right you know and I just need to find someone that's 
more like me, I think. Well, that, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So what? So so what did it do to you as you guys were dating? You got back together. Chemistry is good. You're mm-hmm. having like a, a great attraction for each other. You're having a nice time. Mm-hmm. So as time goes on and you're starting to think these things and that the, these differences are present, how would you start to act and what what did it feel like for you? What would you start thinking? It felt like when it it just felt like I was giving and then not getting back what I wanted. And mm-hmm. it wasn't like any fault of his. It just I just started realizing that I didn't feel like there was like the reciprocation wasn't making me like ecstatic, you know. It just So would it um, turn you off? Did it what did it do? Did um, it make you not want to have sex with him? It kind of made me feel I think for me, I really get brought out by other extroverts. And when I'm not around extroverts, I tend to sort of, I'm kind of a chameleon. And I tend to go a little bit over to the other person's side. And I'm not as happy when I'm being introverted and not super silly, maybe. Um, So I think that I started noticing that I wasn't, like, being the best version of myself. Okay. Is there something that you could have said to him that could have helped him understand that to maybe alter something or to bring I, him over to your side a little bit more? I feel like it was it's just the way that he is. I don't I don't think that it's something. I think it, the way that I told him the way I explained it to him was that I think we are just fundamentally too different even though we have a great time when we're dating. And I did he understand that? He did. I he's he still said like I don't he was like I don't see it that way. I like all your differences and I said, "Well, I think that's a difference right there is that we need different things. I need someone who's more similar to me. You seem to be fine with all of my differences and you don't really need that to feel understood or to feel like you're having a connection with me." I do. I think I'm just I don't want to say something like I'm more this or more that, like I'm more complex or I don't want to have it be like Sounding like it's a superiority thing because I I don't no, but it feel. Is. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's, not... it's just you're just better than difference. him. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm an extrovert too. I get it. We're all but, better. But I mean, what you said uh, just before we started about how extroverts need more stimulation, I'd never thought of it like that before too. So I think that's a huge difference right there too. Right. You know. Interesting. Well, Vince mm-hmm. Calvin has walked into the studio. He was a little bit late. I won't be mad at him because he looks really good and fun with pink hair and a mohawk. And he has a beautiful friend with him. I want to hear uh, first what your name is, the friend. Hey. Hi. Hi. My name's Luna. Oh, I like Luna. Nice. Okay. And I want to hear from you two. I know, I know you walked in as Marissa was explaining this, but, but a little backstory. This is the guy that she had been seeing for a while on and off after three a three-year break. They got back together and then recently ended their relationship for these reasons that Marissa is talking about. And I'd love to hear what you think about what she said in a way that can advise men to understand on a, on a deeper level what it is that she's saying and potentially offer some advice of how a guy could fix this situation, if it's possible. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, uh, first, uh, forgive me for the lateness, you know. Okay. Uh, traffic sucks. No, it's not traffic. It's the hair. It's the <laughs> hair maintenance, you know. <laughs> I so gotcha. One Three of hours. us caused the delay. Guess uh, whom it was? Not Luna. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't Luna. It was me. So, so you know, I Plus just you're walked into the... you're driving with one eye covered. It makes you go slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, yeah. That's pretty intense, you know. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, I walked in. I'm not quite sure what the, the, the exact situation is, you right. know. And uh, off the top of my head, you know, you, you, you got to know your own values. And it's always like a scale. If uh, 
when it goes like 60% of you is not sure about the relationship, that's the first red flag. 70% uh, don't, you know, make your own choices. But two recent breakthroughs. One of them is one of the challenges in managing being in a relationship is that we're not unidimensional. So there's going to be moments of melting, you know, like there you are making love. And there's also, because we have different parts within our consciousness, moments of doubt that are going to creep in, moment of putting into context, okay, even if it's good, what does that mean? Where is it going to go? So the acceptance of that fluctuation in the big picture can help you gain a greater perspective. Yeah, for you know? sure, definitely. So, and then there's also about uh, about the moment. You know, I like to shift gears sometimes, and when we get caught up into, okay, uh, is this gonna work or not? Ask yourself: If this was my last day today, would I would I want to remember it as what were you doing on Earth for that last day? Were you having fun? Were you having sex? No, I was debating. Uh, <laughs> I was arguing. And also That's a good person. way to think about it. Would I want to be with this person if it was my last day on earth? Yeah. Would and I then, enjoy you know, it? There's different levels and layers. Sometimes yeah. uh, we, we tend to take it so seriously as if it's for the rest of our life and we can lighten up and enjoy the moment. And also ask yourself, what if the person was gone? What if, um, you know, I had this amazing experience. I went to that music studio where uh, that girl who got shot, who was on The Voice. Uh, oh, God. Her, oh, God. Her boyfriend, her. yeah, her boyfriend who's a music producer was finishing to edit her tracks. And in the middle of one song, uh, she's passed away. He plays the last, uh, last voicemail that he got from her. Mm. Oh, wow. Just think about it. It gives me a goosebump. You know, so yeah, yeah. So, um, the, so is there anything that a, a guy in that situation where a woman is feeling those things, she is sixty percent. Is there anything that he could do? Yeah, I think that the first thing to do is to let go of trying to fix, because he's going to become even more of a pleaser. And then you know, it's like uh, the girl wanted a picture. The guy doesn't take it. She mentions, oh, we could have taken a picture. If he takes it at that time, it's too fucking late. Oh, yeah. It's annoying, mm-hmm. right? It's so, even worse, so actually. Yeah, get back, like, uh, don't help me in any way. <laughs> is get back like, to, uh, to the initial moment. Questions like, uh, what was the first thing that, 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 that turned me on about you? you know? Because it's, it's, just, it's a frequency. The frequency of something is wrong. If you get caught in it, it's, it's never ending. And you won't be able to fix the other person. So. Right. Yeah. No, but basically what, what I'm hearing you saying, and, and I would say, you know, my, my advice would be similar, is that it sounds like you were clear, very clear on what your highest level needs are. So even though you're enjoying somebody, they're wonderful, they're, they're fantastic, at the highest level of your needs for long term or even just for short term companionship, the, they were not being met. No matter how wonderful that person is, you can have a great chemistry and great connection on certain levels. But if those needs are not being met and fulfilled for you, then it's not going to ever be a satisfying relationship. And I don't yeah. think that there is anything that he can do. And the, the, the better thing to do as him and as yourself, which it sounds like you've both done, is to kindly bow out and just say we're not a match for each other, at least not for Mm-hmm. the long run but we had yeah. a nice go at it i feel like there's a big difference in trying to be something you're not and improving yourself as a person and i think right. that you have to ask yourself you know oh well can i be better for this person in the relationship but it's like if you're not being true to yourself if you're uh being some fake 
different version of yourself that you're never going to truly fit into, then that's not right. But doesn't mean that you can't try to improve and whatever it may be in that relationship. Oh, yeah, I want to be a better listener. I want to try to do this better because that's what she needs. But it's like, no, you shouldn't just be a pleaser and be someone that you're not, you know? Yeah, and just laugh at certain situations or try to engage in mm-hmm. conversation. My husband does that sometimes. It's funny because <laughs> I'm like, I really like, you know, reading articles and then discussing it at dinner. It's like, I like that stuff. And then, so he tries to do that. I mean, and. And what does he like to do during dinner? Nothing. <laughs> He's an introvert. He literally he likes to stare he, at his green beans. He would like to take the plate and go into his office. That that would make him so happy. But the thing is, is that he he loves me and he 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 does. He, I do I do feel bad because sometimes I do feel that he's like trying to alter his personality mm-hmm. for me. But at the same time, it feels kind of nice that he's trying to okay, you know, fight against so, who he is sometimes. So I feel like the more I date, the more I learn that I need an introvert like me someone who's similar to me and I feel like an extrovert I, you mean. Uh, sorry yeah an extrovert and I feel like I keep uh, going for like I've tried like introvert extrovert and go for an omnivert attack. those are better what's an omnivert I'm an omnivert oh I, like I am somebody who gets energized by other people but then I want them to get the hell away from me <laughs> <laughs> after a short period of time because yeah. then I like to go back into my like little space be by myself and be left alone mm-hmm. so it's like it's like a, a a fine balance for me I either you know I can regain energy from being around people mm-hmm. and I could also regain energy from. I being guess by I'm myself. an omnivert too then ah. I like yeah because I definitely like I love my alone time and all, you all just of want that. somebody who laughs at the same things but you I just laugh want at. Someone has the same sense of humor. But okay, so I but I want to know when does it work to have the opposites attract? Like how why does it work for you and your husband? Um, because uh, I work at it really hard, and he <laughs> has learned to work on it too. But, but I don't like, know. But what you're the... saying like you like all his introverted qualities. Whoa, you I know? didn't say that. Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> I'm putting like my girl. <laughs> no, I don't like well, all his introverted to, qualities, to but I like him, right? a lot of his introverted qualities. And I okay. like a lot of my husband and I, we went out for, um, we went on this date a couple of weeks ago, and I tried out this this deck of cards that somebody had sent me. It was like a product of another expert had put out. I tried it out. I brought these deck of cards with me um, to the bar restaurant where we were. So we were sitting up at the bar and uh, we start playing with these cards. And these cards are based on the 36 questions to I love you. So they're just like really in-depth questions, like just questions you wouldn't typically ask of your significant other or or of anybody put in front of you. Not questions that you avoid, but just questions you don't think to ask. They're they're very deep and thought-provoking and I thought they were wonderful questions. Anyway, so we started playing this game and, you know, one of the questions is um, what are... I forget what it was, but basically saying, like, what do you do you like about the person sitting across from you that they may not know about? And I started listing things about my husband, and he was like, wow, you like all those things about me? And he – because we don't usually say those things to each other. But, like – and then that got me thinking about all the things that I like and value about him. I think some of his introverted qualities are fucking annoying. I, I hate how he's an introvert at times. But – I love so many more things about him mm-hmm. that when he's being an introvert, I can go be an extrovert somewhere else with other people. Like tonight, I'm going out with my girlfriend. We're going to go to the improv. We're going to go do like do things around other people and talk to other people. And he's going to stay home and he's going to recharge. Mm-hmm. He's going to watch TV or do whatever <laughs> the hell he wants to do, listen to music and have his whiskey. And he's going to be recharged for me when I get back home. And for me, th- that is... I don't even want to say it's enough, but it, it makes me happy. You know, that, that's that's satisfying. 
for me. And I'm not saying that I don't get annoyed by him being an introvert because I definitely do. Okay. <laughs> so I don't have the right answer for you because you have to figure out what that balance is for yeah. you of what it is that you're looking for. There's some people who are like, I need them to be super fit, have abs of steel, blah, like all, all these things that may be a little bit more superficial. But for them, those are really big things. Somebody mm-hmm. who takes care of their health, take, takes care of their body and lives a healthy lifestyle. That, that yeah, is a I big, mean, you have to figure out what's big to it you. It may sound, those things may sound superficial, but they do mean something for I mean, yeah they're not superficial at the end of the day they want someone who takes care of themselves and they're going to be around till they're 80 and yeah the sex isn't going to get you know die out because they're still going to look good and yeah and that's <laughs> why you have to figure out what the top priorities are for yeah you. and for everybody who's listening same thing i wanted to get to this article that someone um had sent me it was this article about how to actually talk to a woman wearing headphones did you see this article that was in uh, the guardian no, I didn't see it. Okay. Well, actually, it's funny because she sent it to me through my email and then somebody sent it on social media to me. So, obviously, people wanted an opinion <laughs> on this. So, it was this this person, this woman, uh, Martha Mills, who is talking about this other article that was posted by a guy, like, uh, you know, advising other guys on how to pick up women who are wearing headphones. Yeah. And she basically knocks – his advice. So here's what he has said for how to approach a woman wearing headphones. He said, these days, many women walk around playing with a smartphone or tablet device and are often wearing headphones and listening to music at the same time. Yet that doesn't mean you can't talk to them. Of course, not all women are open to being approached because not all women are single and looking. However, if a woman wearing headphones is single and hoping to meet a boyfriend for or even a new lover, she will almost always be happy to take off her headphones to give you an opportunity to create a spark with her. And then he gives advice on, like, what to do, like, the exact moves of how to stand in front of her, how to mime, like, take your headphones off. (laughs) Anyway, this woman got really pissed off about this advice. She didn't like it, and she said, um, uh, wait one second, let me find it. She basically said, like, the reason women wear headphones is so that jerks like you won't come up and approach her. They're doing it because they want to be listening to their music and they don't want to be distracted and they don't want to be bothered by other people. And I wanted to hear what you guys thought about, number one, the advice that the guy initially gave and, number two, about the feedback that Martha Mills provided. <laughs> Martha Mills, who hasn't had sex in a very long time, obviously. <laughs> I just obviously. Just <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's my opinion. Anyway, so I'd love to hear... What you guys ha- what you guys think? So Vince. Yeah, a lot of frustration obviously for this woman comes from like thinking in just one direction. Different yeah. people do things for different things. So yeah, maybe some don't want to be approached, some want to, but we're not here to just constantly please other people. Right. You know? And Especially if we don't even know what they want. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you you gotta find out. So the advice, yeah. Um my myths start way early. Uh it's kind of annoying when we're being addressed, and we don't even have a visual of the person. So okay. make sure that the person has a visual on you. Soften your body. Timing is essential. The angle, maybe a little gesture to the side. Tap the headphone. Pretend you are wearing some and take them off. <laughs> and right. then acknowledgement. I know you're listening to something, but it's just that. Or, you know, get playful and say, nice attempt to avoid that cool guys are going to talk to you. Obviously, it's not working with me. (laughs) And and it's important to come from the right frame of mind because um, live and let live. If you constantly are concerned whether people are going to lack what you do or not, then you end up doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Now, you cannot force other people, 
So, you know, it's a test initially. Too many guys, when they start to interact, uh, they view what's going to happen as a reflection of who they are. It's backwards. You got to shift the frame around, and it's a reflection of who they are. You know, just like in a relationship, that idea that it's uh, like I personally, I got married five times. And I want to rewrite. I want to <laughs> rewrite that script. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like for the better and for the worse, and so on. It's like for as long as I can stand you it. behave. Right. You know, so <laughs> it's an ongoing test. You know, so don't be afraid. Live in the moment, and toss things at people to see how they respond, and don't take it personally, and don't hold it against them. Right. So so let's say, and I completely agree with that, you have to go over, after every opportunity. You can't let it pass you by because you assume somebody doesn't want to be bothered. I, listen, I will wear, I don't really wear headphones, but I'll like look at my phone and look at the news. But if somebody tapped me on the shoulder and start, wanted to start a conversation, I'm an extrovert, omnivert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would be very open to having a conversation just because my head is stuck in a device for a, a short period of time. It just means I'm trying to distract myself in some way because – you know, looking around the room, doing nothing is kind of boring for me. So, you know, to go against what Martha Mills had said, I would be somebody who would be open to being stopped. Would I be open to being stopped and bothered by somebody or annoyed or creeped out or harassed? No, absolutely not. But I would be open to the opportunity that could present itself. So I think I don't I don't love her advice um, or her feedback on this because I don't think it's true. And I think mis- mixed messages like this are, are what gives men a complex like what you're talking about where it's like I'm not even going to do anything because I'm just going to piss somebody off. So I'd rather just walk around the world waiting for 100 percent reassurance that somebody wants me to engage with them. So I, I, I disagree with her. Um, and I'm angry at her for writing this article. But Marissa, what do you think? Like, have you ever been approached while you're wearing your headphones? Um, I can't think of any specific time. Um, I will say that I I don't like it when strangers like tap me or you know what I'm saying. Mm. Like, it's one thing to get my attention, but like if that. they like tap me on the shoulder and I have to like turn around and take my headphones off, it's a little bit like what's going on. Unless you well, know, that's what Vince said. Um, is what he was saying. The, he's like, like, don't do that. Don't, don't get into her space. Yeah, but like approach it. I mean, for me, softly. it's like I don't think you can rely on the is she wearing headphones or is she not wearing headphones. I think it's more about the body language because you know, yeah, most pe- a lot of people on the streets these days are sitting in coffee shops or running. They're going to be wearing headphones, but the body language is going to say, I'm really just want to. I'm by myself right now. Don't. Or it's like, yeah, I might be listening to something on my headphones, but I'm here. I'm looking around. I'm. I'm. My body I'm language open is open. It. I'm look. I'm well, what does that body language look like? So, so let's say you do get a girl to take her headphones off. Mm-hmm. What What would her body say if she doesn't I mean, I want think, to continue talking, or if she does? I think like immediately. Well, first of all, if she already kind of has like an open chest and like her shoulders are back, or she's looking relaxed, she's not like putting her head down. Maybe her eyes are up. It's like okay. Well, that's first. First of all, a good sign that you could probably approach her and she's not going to be like, you know, fuck off or whatever. Um, But yeah, if you do get her to take her headphones off, I feel like you're going to know within one second. It's either going to be like, yeah, what are you doing? What do you want? Or it's going to be like, oh, yeah. Hi. Sorry. I had my headphones on. Were you waving at me? You know, like it's going to be one or the other. So how how much should that guy push? Like, so if she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you talking to me? Should he? This is for Vince as well and for Luna. uh Should should he? 
continue to pursue? Like, how does he know when to say, okay, bye. Okay, I'm sorry that I interrupted you, but, like, have a pleasant day. I'm going to go talk to other people now who are more fun and engaging. <laughs> I think from the start and continuing, an essential ingredient, too, is where is the guy coming from? Too many guys, they overinvest. Mm-hmm. They see one woman, they don't know her, they start to hallucinate. If they're the sweeter type, they go, oh, finally, she's come. Happy forever Princess. after. <laughs> or... If they really need to get laid, they go, that's it, my chance to have sex. And they don't even know the person yet. Right. Plus, also, they're not paying attention. You know, they're not genuinely intrigued. So come from a greater sense of curiosity. And then I think it's important also to, to know thyself, to know where you're coming from. Uh, the guy that will cancel himself in a second because the person he's addressing doesn't like it is not honoring himself. Right. Yeah, find the balance. And also guys tend to have an obsession to want to approach girls that are more closed in. So I, I recommend start by, yeah, just like what you're saying. And why Pay is attention that? Is to it like a challenge? Is it intriguing? Uh, maybe. I think, I think it's a form of like wanting to prove themselves, mm. uh, self-approval issue. You know, if uh, uh, they want everybody to like them, they're not, they're not cool with that. But I think it's important to always stay out of place of options and opportunities. And also love, love, because, you know, I've walked nightclubs and streets for two decades with thousands of guys all around the world. So I've also seen a world record of imbeciles in terms of guys, like, uh, going at it. So I also like to give advice to women in terms of things that they can do uh, as a reply, you know, so... And I'm curious what Luna would say, you know, uh, she she just grabbed my attention like uh, uh, she, she's quite, quite unique. Like you were talking about a match. I think that uh, it's very rare for me to to find a person whose range is as broad as mine. And I often feel suffocated. You know, one key thing in a relationship is not so much match matching or mismatching, but is the spectrum of the person's range. Okay. You know, like think about it. A person's bank account is a million dollars. The other person is a hundred dollars. They decide to do something. One will depend on the other. Now, I'm not talking money. Set that aside. But uh, if a person's idea of having amazing sex is the equivalent of like a, a, a small bank account, you know, the other person around that will always suffocate. Will always feel like there's got to be more. There's got to be more. So, so I really, really love her advice because around her, I feel like, ah, a breath. You know? oh, that's wonderful. So. so let's hear what you have to say about this. I think when it comes to headphones, going off of what Vince said earlier, uh, <clears throat> from my personal standpoint, I'm someone like, if you're going to bother me, then be interesting. Impress me. You know, like, be, be weird. Is- I don't know. Like, I think guys should... Like, if I were a guy, for instance, I would look at what she's wearing. I would maybe even be creepy and, like, see if I can hear, like, what kind of music she's wearing. I don't know. Just be creative. Be clever. Because if you're going to take the time to go out of your day to approach me, and if you're going to wait, if you're going to take my time, it better be fucking interesting. It better be interesting. It, It better be fucking interesting, you know? Like, go extreme. Like, like what he was saying do body language i don't know like make gestures maybe walk in front of her do something cute maybe even juggle like be interesting impress me mm-hmm. be creepy but, and juggle yeah <laughs> it's like when people message you on social media and they're like hey how's it going like okay like you're you're reti- you're gay are you you're you're, you're, you're uninterested 
You're not interesting. You're not interesting. You're not interesting and you're yeah. too normal. Yeah, don't be normal. Don't be normal. Impress me. Like you got like it's like it's like the addition for whatever, like Mirror's Go Tell, like you got like five seconds make an impression right if you just go up there in like a white outfit and just juggle with no smile on your face and you can be the best juggler in the oh, entire you can world sp- yeah. it's not going to mean anything yeah. but if you yeah. go up there and you're wearing like some you're wearing something different that's eye catching you've got a great personality you've got a good smile you make a few jokes as well I don't know that I'm same not- juggling that may not be as good yeah. could be I'm not so much of like a fashion diva. I'm more of like, what are you going to see like are you going to be like the creepy people in Hollywood who are like oh yeah like take a picture I don't know. It's like I like I like words. You know, you can be in a paper sack for all I care, but say something cool. Okay, I like that. That is good takeaway. Is that it it, it rides off of what you said? It's really putting it on you to be curious and understanding why you yourself have approached this person, and then being curious about the person in front of you. So you're asking questions. You're sharing information about yourself. That's that's where you know the curiosity and the interesting things come from. Coming up to a woman, and this is a big complaint I get from a lot of women, and expecting that woman to then carry the conversation that you've started is uh, annoying for her. Um, and not desired. So not having a game plan, because I don't want guys to have a game plan because that stops them from actually being part of the conversation and listening. But having the really general game plan of I'm going to approach and I'm going to see if she's cool and find out more about her and I possibly together. And then having fun. And if it's not fun for you, not enjoyable, not what you're looking for, then you say, okay, I'm out of here. It's done for me. Okay, we're going to take a small break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to get to some questions from our listeners for Overanalyze This. Now it's time for Can a Bunny Make a Funny? What is the difference between a dog and a fox? Four beers, baby. I bet you guys have seen that one at the bar, I'm sure. And that was Can a Bunny Make a Funny? On PlayboyRadio.com How to kiss A seemingly simple task A kiss can make or break a moment And while most men believe themselves to be the perfect kissers Many women are quick to disagree Step 1 The tease Place your hand on the back of her neck or by her jaw Make eye contact and maintain it to build the tease Step 2 The kiss The ever-important first touch of the lips. If you want to make her work for it, the first moments should be a gentle tease. By slowing down the action, you'll show her that you're in control. Never give too much, too much tongue, teeth, or just too hard. Watch for signs of heavy breathing, moans, and hand placement. And remember, you can always move beyond her mouth. Listening to Playboy Radio. You want to hear more? Catch us on tunein.com slash Playboy. We promise you won't be disappointed. Want advice and step-by-step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make With Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now. (laughs) 
When it comes to fitness, Andrea Lowell knows it all. I am now a certified raw food nutritionist. I'm going to talk to you about the rectus abdominis, which are the six-pack muscles. Hear about all the latest fitness and nutrition trends as she gives you the best ways to stay in shape. My favorite superfood, chlorella. It's the cordycep mushroom. It's Sexy Beast, Mondays on Playboy Radio. Hey guys, we are back and we have Vince Kelvin in studio and we have Marissa Madsen as my co-host for the day and I wanted to thank Marissa for just being so transparent about, you know, how she feels and thinks and because sometimes those are difficult things to say. So thank you for being honest. You are welcome. Um, But Vince has something special for uh, you guys who are listening that you may want to capitalize on. So Vince. Tell yeah, that. I want to give $2,000 away. That's nice of you. $2,000. i will take it. Just like that. Uh, we have the Global Seduction Lifestyle and Relationship Convention. And relationship. I like And this. relationships. I like yes, that. yes. We're covering all aspects of the f- spectrum. Open to men and women in the heart of the action. Hollywood, Angeles, California. Yes. It's in Hollywood. It's at a nightclub in a mall. So I like that. I've been uh, there we before. also have the pink party on Saturday evening with a pink carpet and so on. And uh, this bad boy coming all the way from Croatia, my business partner, whom you had on the show, mm-hmm. Raj Party Bazaar, and Hypnotica, who was featured on the game. So we focused on the best of the best of all times. And there's also like Bob Corp, celebrity vocal coach. You know, we have like business guys and so on. So oh, wonderful. So it's full really lifestyle. to expand the lifestyle. It's September 23rd, 24th, and 25th. And the ultimate way to, to go is what we call the rock star experience. We party, bus, access to strip club, boot camps during the weekend, dinner with the speakers and so on. And uh, we have a sliding scale. It's currently at $1,000 going to 1500 for that one. So... I'd be happy, you know, to honor your listener to give one VIP admission, uh, which is a thousand dollar value for the weekend. I think they should email me and we'll give also two general admissions. Wonderful. And so what do they have to do to get this? Just be the first to email you or first to email me. Yeah. Yeah. First to email me. And if you can figure out what Vince's email address is, then uh, email or text. What do we do? Faster? It's up to you. You don't want them calling you. No, no. Just give your email address. Oh, yeah. Okay. That would crack me up. Who knows who may call me? But email is Vince. V-I-N-C-E at seductioncoaching.com. Perfect. Seductioncoaching.com. Vince at seductioncoaching.com. One VIP, two general. That's awesome. Thank first you for, one thank we you for offering that. Okay, yeah, first person who emails, we'll get that. It is in Hollywood, September 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Amazing. Okay, we have some questions from our, our listeners for Overanalyze This. Hi, my name is Kenny. I have not been with any girls for four years now. And the woman I know and want thinks I'm a player or just wants to get in any woman's pants. Uh, when what I really want is a relationship. I try way too hard um, that it looks like I'm throwing at myself with her. So I don't understand why she keeps thinking that I'm a player. I wonder what I can do to help women see that I actually want a relationship and that I'm not a player. Kenny, what do you think Kenny's doing wrong? Hmm, interesting. Well, first, he's over-investing in a woman that uh, so far hasn't been given much. Right. Second, he's taking what she's saying logically, mm-hmm. you know. Fool. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, third, he's thinking that it's permanent. You know, I mean, I've had a world record of girls saying uh, I'm a player and so on. And 
And uh, the, but you are. That's not fatal. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, or may, may, maybe he's coming across that way. So they, there's a lot but of what, other what issues. What could he be doing if he is coming across that way? So let's take the other things aside. So if he is coming across that way, what is he potentially doing to, to signal, I only want to get into your presence? I don't know if that's him right there. Okay. You know, oftentimes uh, we, we bring to the plate our prior experiences. So I would turn it around and say, I don't know. I don't think you're talking about me, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, genuinely, and just be honest, you know. Say, I haven't been with someone for four years. I know. That's going to surprise you, and you think I'm bullshitting you. But it's the truth, if it is. Now, I don't know who you've been with before that got you to have, like, a little fear of players. And I'd be curious. Also, find out more from her. What do you mean, a player? Yeah. yeah, you know what, what does she mean by that? That could mean many things. And uh, where is she coming from? You know, some girls really like a player. Yeah. And then, and then I would, I would make her laugh and go. But if being a player means like, uh, like giving playing, you multiple orgasms yeah, and, well, and being committed, it. loyal, exactly. honest. If that's exactly. your definition, or, then that's or. who I am. <laughs> and who's the player right there? Right. Exactly. She is. She's playing with his yeah. mind. She's mind fucking him. Yeah. I may be a player, but you're a mind fucker, sweetheart. Yeah. So. No, I, li- I like that advice. It's, it's not even turn it around back on her. It's just inquire more. It's yeah. just find out exactly like what that means. Because for me, that's not how I define player. I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. Is that what you define as a player? Because if it is, then sign me up. I'm a player. And what's your past experience? So I, I love what you said. Marissa, what do you think? I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, is it is it her? Is it her perception? Is it something that he's doing? It's hard to tell just from that short email that he wrote. But, um, I mean... I guess if it's her perception, she's coming from a place of not wanting to get used. You know, she's got her defenses up because she doesn't want to feel like she's going to let her guard down and then get taken advantage of. Right. So I don't know. How do we get, you know, I want him to be able to show her that he's not there to do that or that's not his intentions. You well, know do you I think mean? what like, Vince advised would be helpful? Yeah, I do. I do. And I, th- I think, yeah, like if, if they ha- are on that kind of, basis with each other where they can talk about it point blank then yeah i would i would definitely approach it that way with her and just because what else can you do you'd be straight with her and and kind of say i'm sorry if you misread like i'm sorry if you yeah if if that's how you feel about it that's not where i'm coming from but you know yeah my my guess is that kenny isn't giving anything of himself to this woman he's just sort of being there i've had that before where i'm hanging around with guys and it's like they're just sitting there like a puppy dog, like waiting for something to happen. They're continuously pleasing, like wanting to take you to places. Um, they'll give a little bit of themselves, but really just ask you a ton of questions. And then it's kind of all about you. And then it's like, not that you don't know what their intention is. And I wouldn't say that these people are players, but it's like you just want something from mm-hmm. me. It's You're not engaging with me, and we're not a part of this together and mm-hmm. that's that that can be out of fear from kenny not knowing what to do or what to say wants to hold back on saying things out of fear that he's going to screw up with her so there's a lot of reasons that kenny could be doing those things but this is the way that she's interpreting his actions mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say that i wouldn't guess from his email that he's a player in any way um but she may not be clear on what his intentions are so i think the advice that was given by vince is, is fantastic and kenny i think you need to open your mouth up more show a little bit about your yourself what it is you want uh, find out more about what she wants and then see if you guys can create a match together so you can, you know, play with each other. 
And have fun. To, to go in like a slightly different direction, do you think that it would be maybe helpful if he, maybe he's ask maybe he needs to be asking her to do different things? You know, maybe if he's just like, yeah, hey, do advice. you want to go to get a drink? Do you want to go to this club at 10 p.m.? Like maybe it needs to be more along the lines of like some experience that is yeah, not do you so, my mom? so sexual. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come over to meet my mom for dinner. I mean, whatever it is, like some cultural experience or go to, going to a concert or something that's. I that is actually she would really good be advice. interested in doing that it's more like oh yeah like he wants to be around me and, and be seen it. with me yes and yeah. not instead just of like inviting looks... you to dark places all the time yeah. after 10 o'clock at night yeah. i think that's good advice as well he may be doing that again that's the thing with these questions they give like little information uh beforehand so you don't really get much but that, i think that's well-rounded advice for kenny okay i want to get to the next question okay it's a long one I wanted you to analyze the situation with a girl that I met on Facebook. Here's the situation. Day one, we <laughs> talked for three hours, touched each other, and kissed when the waitress threw us uh, from the coffee shop. I texted her. I had a good time because I saw she was a bit inexperienced and clumsy when we kissed. Day two, the next day she called me to come to a coffee shop right next to my place, and she said she is with her best friend and only female friend. At first I said I am at lunch, but she kept on asking me, for the next two hours, so I eventually went. We made out in front of her friend. After that, we texted the whole night. She said, you are mine. Day three. She asked me to come to a college party at a club. She and her friends had a table reserved. She asked me to come like a, a thousand times and said she will wear a red dress, so I thought, uh, what the hell, and went. She introduced me to her friends, like I said, uh, like I was her boyfriend. We made out the whole night. At one moment, I got drunk and almost... Um, fucked her in front of oh in front of everyone she then told me to calm down and at the end we lost our wardrobe number so our oh our jacket got stuck and we left her best friend to wait until 7 a.m to get them what an asshole uh i left her in a taxi but she was bitchy and annoyed with her, and her mom called so i did not invite her home day four she called me to get my jacket at her friend's home, so I refused. I said, I don't have a car today, and tomorrow she again proposed to meet with her and her best friend, Maria. I had no choice. I went to a coffee shop to get the jacket. Then she asked me to come to a concert of a singer I don't even know about with her and her friend, and I refused and laughed. Then I deleted her number. Three to four days later, she texts me, and we talk of it. Day five. I ask her over SMS, what do you want from me? And she asks me, how do you see me? I respond, you are a girl that I like to like and spend like to spend time with. She says she wanted to be my girlfriend, but this is not a relationship by her standard. So I said, come to meet me um, without the bodyguard, and we met. She then said to me that she wanted a non-serious relationship and showed me an app called Sex Calendar. I thought to myself, what the fuck? And she explained to me she had sex for the first time six months ago. And she, this is so freaking long. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, show me that at... And showed me that at first they had sex three times a week. Then it got to a lesser extent. At the end, he left her and she was hurt. Then she asked me about my relationships and experience. I said, I do not want to sleep with everybody and, um, and joked she was my first. She told me and showed me on the calendar. She has her period today. And at the end, she grabbed me and kissed me and bit me on the lip. I did not ask her to come home to my place because of her period and her mom calling her. Day Good six. judgment. Then she calls me to say she will pick me up. And when I got out of my building, she calls again and she says, Maria will be with us. So I decided I will, will flirt with her friend and tease her the whole time, which I did. And she got mad and bitchy. 
She, they basically said to me that my one-itis does not believe I want her as a girlfriend. I did not explain anything. I just teased them. Maria, the girlfriend, said she had six sexual partners by now. She's 18. Her first was at 16. And my one-itis said she lied and that she had two and that both of them wanted her for sex and that she is hurt. Then I joked if they had sex with each other and Maria said yes with each other and a dog. It was a threesome. At the end, they drove me home. Maria said, my one-itis is nervous today and mean that I shouldn't worry. <laughs> oh, my God. So <laughs> this is but it's funny what the question is at the end. <laughs> Day seven. I met her in a coffee shop, and she made a scene. Because I was late and a bit off her silicone fake nails in front of me, and bit off her silicone fake nails in front of me, and threw them around. Then she went to hot and pleasant again, and I ended the date quickly. At the end, she said... She is not mad anymore. So the question is, what is the thing with the threesome date? <laughs> is it, was this a joke? Is this is this what she really wants to do? That's his. That's that's what he comes up with at the very end. After it's basically like he's asking about doing it with Maria. Yeah, he's saying like, what? Why does she keep bringing this friend around? Oh this is like a twelve-year-old writing to me. Anyway, yeah. I should have cut this down. But basically, she's, he's saying, like, why does she keep bringing a friend around? If she wants to be with me, potentially she wants to be my girlfriend. I mean, these are all crazy people, all trying to interact with each other. Um, but wh- why do a lot of girls do this? Why do they bring their girlfriend with them on potential dates? Does it mean they don't like the guy? They're not sold yet? Are they nervous? Like, what's going on? Like, why do you bring a girlfriend with you on a potential date or hangout session well these people sound very very young and i think that (laughs) we all kind of did the same thing in high school like you know you bring your friends along for support and some security i agree that's it yeah that's pretty much it yeah Yeah. but then so what are you looking for after the fourth time of bringing your friend around or like when when are you able to go on a date by yourself is he saying that he thinks that they're trying to get a threesome started? No, no, no. Because- she, he's just saying, like, why is this girl always coming on our dates? Why is she always hanging out? If she wants to be my girlfriend, and it doesn't sound like he wants to be her boyfriend, but I guess he does because he likes her, then why is she always bringing Maria? I think she just doesn't know how to make the jump to just the two of them hanging out. You know, she was there the first few times, and now it's like, well... Well, she's here. This is just what we do now. I mean, it's also only been like a week, you know? So it's like maybe this is just the week where like Maria's always around and has nothing else to do and wants to get in on it. Right. Or, (laughs) yes, exactly. It's not like it's been three months. It's been a week, you know? It's not like it's been a hundred times for three months. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Vince, what do you think? Yeah, safety, support, showing off. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, she could be wanting to show off in front of her girlfriend or. Lord knows, kinking ass, but right. <laughs> uh, whether it's a relationship, dating, uh, same night sex, whatever you want, whatever you like, you got to know what you can manage or not. That's micromanaging right there. Life gives you lemon, go with it, flow with it. it, it it's, it's completely insane. And I would just flow with it. You know, there's that obsession. We always have to look for the one thing that's not perfect. Right. So, right, there is so much more. And I love the direction he's going when he says, like, without your bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, I would say, no, bring even more people. (laughs) And uh, so far, also, one thing he's got to detect is that even though it gets crazy at time, it still continues. Right. So, there, take more liberties. Yeah. Well, do you think that if it was something that bothered him and he just wanted one-on-one time with her that he should say something? Yeah. What would he say? Express it. 
It's like, like you leave know her what? at home. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's so many ways to express it. Genuinely, I Give wouldn't make a big de- uh, big deal of it. I would say, you know, it's adorable the way you bring your chaperone along with you. <laughs> but I want to spend time just with you. Can yeah. you do that? Why you always bring the girl with yeah, you? Yeah, we do that next time. But it's important also when, when further inquiring or stating your own opinion or being more blunt to know how to do it more lightly. Again, it's just genuine curiosity because it's easy for people to get reactive and it's not that much of a big deal right there. Just just voice it. You know, that's right. too many guys, they live it in their head. Oh, too many people are living yeah, in their yeah, heads. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Guys even more. Though. Guys, you know, they always like... I get a world record of guys who go like, there's that girl at work and the other day she smiled at me. What she does that mean? She must want me. Yeah. Right? And it's what does it mean? She keeps Voice looking it. over. Exactly. I'm like, this is your own narration about what's going on right now. She could literally be looking past you. She'd be looking at a booger hanging out of your nose. You <laughs> have no idea what's going on until you open your mouth and you ask her, what are you looking at? What's on my face? Is there something on my face? Like, then, then she'll actually give you feedback and tell you what's going on. And Marissa was saying before the show that you had read um, – how to win friends. I always forget what order it's in, but how to win yeah. friends, how to influence. How to win friends and influence people. Well, that's kind of what Vince is talking about. It's like not it's not how to sugarcoat what you're saying, but do it in a more kind way where it's not accusing or defensive. Yeah. It's, you're it's you're asking on you. to see it from her perspective mm-hmm. and you're being point blank about it. Yeah. And you're saying, why are you doing this? And and saying, I want to see you alone and What's what's the deal? What's going on? And if she doesn't, maybe she doesn't even know why. Right. But 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 in that book, it's appreciate first mm-hmm. and then request. Yeah, second. it's not just oh she's oh she's being crazy or I don't like this. I'm going to get out of this, and then it's all erratic and and crazy and on and off. It's like or even pointing the finger at her. Yeah. Like, do, you, do you do you not like me or something? When yeah. You're bringing a friend around. Yeah. That's going to create a defense. Yeah. But the way that Vince had said it, like a curiosity, saying like, oh, you know, I love that you want to bring yeah. your chaperone around, but you don't need mm-hmm. it. Like, let's just hang out the two of us. So it's appreciating where she's coming from that she might think that she needs protection. Yeah. But you're saying like, you know, I would love to just spend time with you. And you know what? You might she, he might find out that she's doing it because it's really important to her to get her friend's approval. Like maybe that is a sign that she really does you know feel strongly about him and want him as a boyfriend because it's like he has to make the grade with my friends you Mm -hmm. know so maybe it's not a thing about uh, well it's not that she doesn't want to hang out with him alone it's just that she's desperately looking that's her way of of getting the approval so you know i think he he could press a little bit to get to the bottom of it in a nice genuine way i agree and i had one one quick thing yes also don't wait so long you know, in, uh, again, wanting to please, fear that it could go wrong, bring it up right away, right away from the get-go. A lot of the problems that follow are because guys are not voicing it properly from the get-go. Right, I agree so with turn, So right there, showing up, your friend. It's adorable. <laughs> I think he's meeting you. Who are you? Let's see. Boom, right Luna. there. Well, also, just from a little bit of a different perspective, it sounds like this situation escalated very quickly in a short period of time. It sounds a little manicky, really. I mean, she could be... Or like 18-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. Right. true. Wait, I'm, not, I'm not knocking that at all, yeah, but yeah, yes, yeah. it does handle it. Yeah. yeah, it seems a little like... You know, quickly to escalate. I mean, maybe she. Well, there's not a lot of coffee shops. They're drinking a lot of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe she needs attention. Maybe she needs it to be all be about her, so her friend can see. Oh yeah, I got this guy that admires me. The guy's like, oh yeah. Well, her friend always has to be around. It could. 
Yeah. Yeah, she's in attention. See, the interesting so. part about all of that is that he made her friend <laughs> stay at the club until 7 o'clock in the morning. I think that's like a shitty yeah. move. Anyway, that was the thing that stood out to me. But anyway, I hope you got your answers. Uh, and, you know, it, it, after day seven, I hope that you did this on your own with this girl. And now you have a, you know, long-lasting, loving relationship that is full of coffee shops and make-out sessions in front of friends. Okay, one more question, and then we are going to be done with our show. Uh, I stumbled across you and your podcast for the first time last week. I've been busy ever since digesting the info. I'm feeling way more confident already and looking forward to putting this new confidence into action. On one of your podcasts, there were men and women in the studio. Uh, This is typical of every podcast that we have. The topic was a two-year dry spell for a married couple. Ugh. During the discussion, one of the men threw out a comment that if you find yourself in a dry spell, to quit masturbating for a couple of weeks. I can see that if the DIY, I don't know why he calls it DIY. DIY is being used as an excuse. You're doing it yourself. Oh, You're doing it to yourself. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) Not to approach. (laughs) I'm thinking about him like making changes around the house. Like, like the DIY. Uh, an excuse not to approach that there was a big problem. However, if that is not the case, there still seems to be a conundrum. In the case of no DIY, the man will certainly be more edgy and desperate. However, will that come across to the woman as edgy and desperate or something more? I don't know. Animalistic. The other case with DIY, the man will be in a slightly different state of mind, potentially more confident. So does that have a positive or negative effect on the woman? Does she view him as a dirty slut since she does not know the origin of his satisfaction confidence again does that get her motor running to pull or not to pull thanks ed okay so basically i don't really remember the episode that he's talking about um but somebody was in a two-year dry spell and um one of the suggestions i I don't even know why this was a suggestion was for him uh to quit masturbating so this is a married couple and they're in a two-year dry spell and basically what's what's going on I wouldn't say that, you know, not – I'm pretty sure I did not offer th- this advice on the show, um, that they're – like, to stop masturbating as the solution. I'm sure I advise to have a conversation with what's going on, figure out what's at the core of the issues. But what would you guys say is going on if, you know, a woman in a marriage or a couple in a marriage has not had sex for two years? Why do you think that is? Wow. Yeah. I-, I wouldn't – Ever. I, I haven't Let had that. Go. I usually get a new wife by that the time. Long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get a new wife. Right, but exactly. uh, yeah, I think polarity, you know, if uh, uh, the question of masturbation, if uh, I come across a guy that is constantly masturbating, uh, I would say just drop it. Drop it. Completely? Completely for the time being. Just try that, you yeah. know, to find your own true power because it's, it's not, it's taking your power. Yeah. And if the guys never do it, I would say start doing right it. Here, just just start doing it. Explore. You're not bound, and it's growing into something that uh, there's not going to be a quick fix right there. Just rework it from from the, from the get go, from the ground. Yeah, I yeah, know. I, I know. We only have like one minute left, so I can, we can't even dive into this question. But if you know where that episode was, where we were talking about that, go listen to it. I'm sure we had a 30 minute response to it about what to do. But I like that advice for um, the masturbation. I don't think that. 
not masturbating is the solution for uh, no sex in a marriage. But I'm sure we'll talk about that on future episodes of the show. But I wanted to thank you guys for being on the show. I'm going to go to Marissa first, my co-host for today. Where do people find out more about you? Thank you for having me. Um, my You can look up my YouTube channels, Marissa Madsen. You can look up 20s, 30s, 20s, 30s for my web series. And then the Sign Marissa Show channel on Ooh, YouTube. Very nice. All of my sketches, yes. sketch comedy. And Vince, who's giving away tickets. Where do people email you to get those tickets for free? Vince at SeductionCoaching.com. And thanks for the invite again. Yeah, and course. thank you also because, you know, you you part of the pillars of this convention that we have. You were there from uh, the very start when yeah, we was. had the first few. So uh, always a pleasure and an honor uh, Yeah, wonderful honor to, to have you here. I love your advice, so I will keep continuing to have you back. You, I think you are fantastic. I'm not sure about some of your friends. <laughs> that last time. Anyway, but I think you are phenomenal, and I will continue to... Uh, support you and whatever it is that you're doing and the advice that you give because I think you're wonderful. Uh, new episodes of the Ask Win Podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and download them. Don't be a loser and individually, uh, you know, no, sorry, go and subscribe. Don't download them. Subscribe. I have no brain today. Subscribe. Do not download them individually like some loser who's going to waste his time. You should be spending that time on going out, interacting with people, and being open to the opportunities in front of you all the time with women and with everybody. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next week. <laughs>